Hello, hello. Good morning, everyone. Good to see all of you guys jumping on. Alison, Andrew, Tanya, a couple of Facebook users there, um, whoever you are. Good morning to you, Facebook. Facebook does some strange things every now and then. Can't work that one out, but uh, whoever you are, awesome to see you uh, jumping on. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Fry yay, as Alison says. Teresa, Nicole. Awesome to see you guys. Awesome to see you guys here um, while everything's uh, warming up. Quick intros. Jason Witten's my name, if you don't already know. Most of you do, I'm sure. But if you're new, if you're stumbling across this for the first time, give us a shout-out in the chat. Say new. Say good day. Tell us where you're dialing in from uh, each morning, Monday to Fridays. Get together with uh, you guys and just talk about things that help us go the distance in this crazy little journey we're all choosing to go on called property investing. Got a couple of sayings around here. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. You've got to be able to go the distance and uh, buy well, never sell. Uh, don't buy real estate, buy and hold real estate, passive income real estate, unless you are interested in owning it for a long time. Matter of fact, forever is not a bad time frame, but uh, more than 15 years, if not 20 plus, is a good thing to keep in your mind. So, uh, Make sure you have that on your radar. Julie, Teresa, Teresa's dialing in from Budrum. Good to see you. Fabulous to have you on this morning. And um, this morning I thought I would talk a little bit about debt reduction. I uh, We talk about sort of acquisition all the time, like buying our stuff. Um, but for some of you, debt reduction might be on the radar. Now, um, sometimes we think it's kind of an either, either, either or the, or the either? I don't know. <laughs> either or either. This or that. Um, um, uh, where are you coming? Uh, so, im, uh, il mint, in, uh, il mint, il mint, il mint, il mint. Good morning, whoever that is from il mint. Oh, there you go. Get my little bit of a tongue twist up. Um, good to have you on. Fabulous to see you. Uh, debt reduction. You know, we think, oh, well, you know, do we just, pay the home off first and then uh, then we get on to investing? Or do we get on with investing and pay the home off later? You know, good questions and neither is wrong or right. It does depend on what you want to do. It does depend on the outcome that you're looking for. So let's have a bit of a bit of a look at um, this conversation today. Morning, Sharon. <coughs> About paying our homes off, paying debts off, how to reduce debt and what it's going to take for us to do that. <clears throat> Someone dialing in from Toowoomba. From up the hill, good to see, good to see, not far from me, just down the road uh, in terms, um, in simple terms, <clears throat> just down the hill from you in Toowoomba. So tell me, in the chat right now, we've got a few people on, which is great. We've warmed up the, the live. <clears throat> tell me, how do we pay our properties, our homes off faster. Because if you have a look at a mortgage, it is usually 30 years long. We start out here, whatever that might be, your mortgage starting position, let's call that the loan on the property that you live in is $450,000. And then over time, over a period of time, supposedly... It's linear like that, and supposedly you get to zero, okay? Um, 
the challenge is for many of us, um, we want to pay that off faster. Not the challenge, but the opportunity, let's say. And so how do we reduce debt faster when it comes to our owner-occupier mortgages uh, as we go? So a couple of things that I want to sort of put about this debt reduction idea here. There's two types of debt we talk about um, often uh, and how to classify debt when it comes to us as investors, all right? On two sides of the fence, there is good debt. I would call this investment debt. And then there is bad debt, okay? And then I'd call this consumption debt, consumption, consumer debt. All right, so tell me right now, tell me right now, chuck it in the chat for me, what would be good debt, team? What debt would uh, be considered good? And what's the definition of good in my world? Here's what I'll tell you. You want it to create an income, any debt that you have that creates you borrow to buy something that creates an income. So number one, creates an income. Number two is tax effective. And number three, creates some growth. Okay. My definition of good debt is that. Now, the opposite of bad debt would be it is minus your income. There is no tax deductions uh, and it goes down in value. Okay, there we go. All right, let's have a look at that. So um, Sharon chucked it in the in the chat there. Yeah, if you borrow to buy some shares, yes, good debt. Um, if you borrow to buy some property, yep, good debt. Um, and let's say you borrow to invest in business, you know, uh, if you do that right, tick in the box, okay, tick in the box. Okay, property. Now here, I would say investment property, team. Because the debt we are talking about today, right, the debt we're talking about today, which is our own home, what debt is that? Tell me, do you guys think that's a good debt? In terms of these, tell me right now, is that a good debt? This could be a trick question. Put it in the chat. What do you guys think? Tell me. Tell me who thinks it's a good debt, who thinks it's a bad debt? Morning, love of my life. There you go, sitting there. Hello, hello. Non-income producing, yeah. Okay, so our home, our PPR doesn't produce an income. Sharon, yes, that is correct. So, Chris, bad debt, Hayden, both. And I reckon, Hayden, you're on it, mate. You're on it. It, it actually, yep, bad debt, but it can be good if you tap the equity. Absolutely. There you go. So, you guys are get, getting the idea here, right? Your home can span between both of them if you understand how to do it. Now, if you're not using the the equity, completely agree with Bob and um, Chris and uh, whoever said bad debt, Mark and a few of them, you know, if you're not using the equity and you're not using it in any other way other than just living there, then I would classify it as bad debt. But it can go over here into good debt and sit in the bad debt. So it can have a foot in two camps. That's what I'm sort of saying here. So you're dead right. Now, bad debt, pretty pretty, um, pretty straightforward, you would think. You know, things that you buy on a credit card, you know, you pay extra for and it goes down in value, a pair of new shoes, 
a push bike, you know, uh, some furniture, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what, what, what else is other bad debts? Uh, you know, you know, a car loan. Um, at the moment, cars are going up in value. That's <laughs> funnily enough. Second-hand cars are booming at the moment, but I, I think that's temporary just because we've got a supply issue. Um, but tell me, you know, car debt. Um, <laughs> check this one out. Hex debt. Who, who here went to uni, spent tens of thousands of dollars on university and didn't use that degree to get a job? Maybe that's a bit too racy a question to ask. Um, um, sometimes my love and I, Shay and I, debate about uh, um, those things, uh, about the value of those things. I think it's a good conversation to have. Plenty of amazing people have gone and uh, done some studies and uh, do some amazing things in the world, and plenty haven't. So there you go. Uh, jet skis, subscriptions. Yes, Sharon, you know you know the drill. So there's good debt and bad debt, team. Bad debt. You buy something, it takes money out of your pocket. You buy a jet ski on credit. Okay, think of this. You buy a jet ski on credit, uh, so it costs you extra money. So now you're paying interest on the thing that you bought. Uh, so it's negative cash flow. There's no tax deductibility on it. And it goes down in value, okay? And we're taught, we're sort of, you know, socialised to say, oh, you should get yourself a, a jet ski or a brand new car or whatever it is, okay? So there we go. We need to just have a little um, a little baseline about the debt, all right? So PPR, it could be a good debt or a bad debt depending on what you guys decide to do with it. For me... And you, if we're property investors, it can be very useful to have the debt that is classified as your owner-occupier debt reduced to zero as quick as possible. Because you can, at the same time, reduce your owner-occupier debt and use the equity in your home. You guys know this. Well, you should. If you don't, then let's chat. Um, and... Um, uh, draw that equity back up, and now it's even though it's using your home as security, it's now good debt. It's tax deductible. It's income producing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Anyway, we'll talk about that a bit later. So, how do you reduce debt? Well, ladies and gents, there's only one way that debt reduction uh, actually occurs. Is there's only one thing you can actually do, and that is you make an extra payment. Okay, that's it. There's no other way to reduce debt on your home in any other way. Now, if you made an extra payment, which was 450000 boom, one lump sum, boom, fine. Or you made extra payments, like $100 a week uh, compounding. Or you had an offset account created along with your home loan, which all of you should, your Prince Place of Residence, uh, that's... You only really need one offset account, um, to be honest, if you've got a PPR uh, or one offset account in one of your investments. Um, and all your money should be there, and that would be saving you, technically making an extra payment, et cetera, et cetera. So there's only one way to reduce debt, ladies and gents, ta-da, make an extra payment, okay? But for most of us, for most of us, we don't have the extra money to make an extra payment, all right? Everyone following along? Because right now... Tell me, 
tell me this. We're going to have a little look at a calculator in just a second. If we are starting out today and my debt is 450K, what is it going to take? What extra payment is it going to take to pay that debt off, let's say, in 15 years? Extra money. Right now, chuck it in the chat if you know. Okay, and it depends on how you calculate the interest that you're paying, but you know, let's um, let's just have a look at what that looks like. Um, how much per month extra payment do you guys think? Have a little guess, or maybe do your calculation right now. Um, how much extra per per month do you have to make as a payment? Does anybody know? Chuck it in the chat if you do. I'm going to put it up here. You have to pay extra against uh, a, a mortgage at this moment in time if it is three point uh, if it's three percent interest only now it might it might be plus or minus a couple of hundred dollars this extra payment okay depending on the interest rate that you're paying and over time but as of today this moment in time you have to pay one thousand two hundred after tax after tax dollars, after tax dollars, oh, I'll, I'll make that down there a little bit, maybe squidge that up a smidge. So who's following along here? Okay. So tell me in the chat, who has, tell me right now, who's got an extra $1,200 every month just floating around after tax that you can chuck on your mortgage? Some of you might. Nothing wrong with that. Fabulous. Good uh, excellent if you are in that position. But for most, for most of us, we don't have that extra money, right? It's not laying around under our bed, is it? And, uh, you know, um, let's see how we go um, along the way. For me and you, most of us have got to do better with what we have, Okay better with what we have and where do we find um, the stuff uh, Jace you're dead right every extra bit of funds funnel it into the offset account you're dead right that is absolutely the smartest play if you have extra cash uh, lump sum cash extra cash flow whatever it is even if it's fifty dollars a week whack it in the offset account leave it in there as long as you can totally 100 percent Extra payment, what is it? It's going to take you $1,200 extra per month. For most of us, we don't know where that is. We, we, it's like, well, where is that money? And I can tell you for most Aussies, and a few of us have seen this before, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, okay, we've seen this one before. Um, oh, you got your mortgage insurance back? Good to see the challenge is, all right, who's got our money? If you're an average person on $100,000, if you whack it in here, well, that's not working. Um, if you have a look, an uh, average person on $100,000 pays about $25,000 in tax, okay? And for most of us, that is where we can have extra we can get extra money from as property investors you guys know this so i'm going to speed this up because i'm not going to dive into there few quick ways we can do this all right make an extra payment number one 
you can make sure your payments are on fortnightly. Okay, fortnightly payments. What happens with fortnightly payments? If you take the payment you're making right now as a monthly payment, you divide it in two, you pay it fortnightly by design, you end up making an extra payment every year. That can actually, on average, save you six years off your home loan. Okay, fortnightly payments at the same amount that you're paying now, divide it by two. Okay, so that's actually quite good. That's a really good one right now. For me, I love that. It's easy to consume, all right? The extra one, number two, is get the offset going, okay? Offset and any spare cash uh, sits in there. Uh, Any spare money, any spare payments, any spare things. There's some other advanced conversations you can have when it comes to uh, you know, running all of your income into your offset account and sitting on it for as long as you can, 55 days, interest-free credit card, etc. Those are quite more advanced and have to, you have to have some discipline. But offset account, using that wisely is very good. Uh, and then the third one, the e- not the easiest one, but the one that accelerates the most is we buy some assets with our equity that make an extra payment okay extra payment okay and that's how we can get this cracking okay uh, along the along the along the debt reduction strategy so let's have a quick look at that one the pay that buy a quick little asset and make an extra payment let's just look at this right now as of today we go and buy a nice house uh, I like new Brand new property, $650,000. There's some of the numbers there. If you haven't already, you can download this calculator, and not this exact one. This one's called the Wealth uh, Accumulator Calculator. But uh, this is the Property Investment Analysis Calculator. You guys can download that um, as you go. 650 grand, buy a property. There's all the numbers, and it rents for $550 a week. A 3% interest only tax rate, okay, and we are borrowing using our equity 104%, which means we're borrowing from our home, lazy equity, and we're putting it into an investment property and we're creating some income from this property. And uh, just quickly, we can have a quick sticky beak at, all right, before tax, uh, it's positive cash flow about two grand before tax. We get some tax back, get a tax refund. And this one, folks, this one, because it's brand new, good depreciation, uh, et cetera, you know, we get a tax refund of about $6,000, real cash back in our pocket. You add the pre-tax cash flow together with your after-tax cash flow, it's bloody good cash flow, ladies and gents. At this moment in time, interest rates are cheap. So we're making about $9,000 extra cash flow, extra cash flow in our pocket. Right, so let's do the math on this. 9,000 divided by 12. What's that, team? That's 750 bucks. $750 right now that we could go and whack on our um, on our home loan. There we go. All right, let's have a look at this. This is just a quick extra payment calculator right now. You go, all right, well, let's have... If, so... Where did we get that money from, ladies and gents? We got that money from equity that we already had in our homes. 
the money from our tax we were giving to the government, but we got it back. We got $750 per month that we can now make as an extra payment magically out of thin air. It wasn't magic and it wasn't out of thin air, folks. It was actually out of the, the assets and the wealth that you already had. $750, voila. Have a look at that. Now you've paid that property off. If you made that as, that as an extra payment, if you made it as an extra payment, now you and I know we would save that up in our offset account and buy another investment property. But let's just say you didn't want to do that. Let's just say you wanted to buy one investment property and you wanted to sit on that property and you just wanted to uh, pay your home off faster. The extra money of $750 per month now being paid into that mortgage directly, which is not what I would do, folks, but I'm just showing you the example right here, right now. Boom, 18. All right, imagine we bought two investment properties. What would that be? Times two. Here we go. This is where it gets exciting. Two investment properties, $1,500 a month. Voila, 13 years. Chuck another one in there. Um, you know, let's say we uh, let's say we had uh, another property uh, in there as well, and we're now looking at two thousand two hundred and fifty. Voila! Pay your home off in ten years. Three properties, extra payment pouring in, pay it off. Now, both you and I know it doesn't work linear like that because we want the extra payments to build up in our offset account to buy other investment properties. But here's the drill, right? Here's the drill. If you want to pay your home off faster, abracadabra, you have to make extra payments. There's just, there's no other way to do it, right? But the accelerator, the one that makes it go faster, team, is absolutely buying that asset with the equity you've got to create extra cash flow, to smash it down, get some of your tax back, and use that equity faster. Anyway, there you go. Done. Dusted. 8.32 here. I know many of you probably got to get to work by now or <laughs> whatever you got to do. So we'll call it quits, but hopefully that made sense. Let me know in the chat if that made sense, team, if that was clear or I got to circle around. Uh, and for a few of you who are asking about the calculator, it's in the Facebook group uh, team. So uh, dial into the Facebook group. Make sure you're in um, in the mentoring group, the coaching team. Uh, you can download it from there. Uh, well, there you go. Wealth Coffee Chat done. Fry yay. If you want to, remember tonight we have, excuse me, Wealth, Wine and Wisdom with myself and Andy Fenton. Uh, where we get to talk about the whole week uh, in retrospect in the world of real estate, in the world of finance, in the world of shares. We debrief the week uh, over a glass of wine. So join us tonight, Wealth, Wine and Wisdom, 4 p.m. Queensland time, 5 p.m. everywhere else, and uh, we'll hang out and we'll talk a little bit more. So you guys stay well, be awesome, stay safe wherever you are, and uh, away you go. Is ITWV good. Um, I'm not. I don't. I don't know Troy. I don't know what the acronym ITWV is. Um, so uh, there you go. Hopefully, 
you can let me know in the chat. We can have a bit of a look. Yeah, a lot going on in the Fin Review. You're dead right. Elon's um, Elon's an interesting guy, huh? Anyway, there you go. Plenty of things happening out there in the big wide world, team. You guys be good. Stay well. Um, yep, join me tonight. Bye-bye. Take care. See ya.